Psalm 38, a psalm of David for the memorial offering. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have sunk into me, and your hand has come down on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone above my head like a heavy burden. They are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate. All the day long I go about mourning, for my sides are filled with burning, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and crushed. I groan because of the tumult in my heart. O Lord, all my longing is before you. My sign is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me. And the light of my eyes, it, it has also gone from me. My friends and companions stand aloof from my plague, and my nearest kin stand far off. Those who seek my life lay their snares. Those who seek my hurt speak of ruin and meditate treachery all the day long. But I am like a deaf man I do not hear, like a mute man who does not open his mouth. I become like a man who cannot hear, who does not hear and in whose mouth there are no rebukes. But for you, O Lord, do I wait. It is you, Lord my God, who will answer. For I said, only let them not rejoice over me, who boast against me when my foot slips. For I am ready to fall, and my pain is ever before me. I confess my iniquity. I am sorry for my sin. But my foes are vigorous, they are mighty, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me evil for good accuse me because I follow after good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation." The Psalms, if they are anything, are honest. There is no hiding in the Psalms. David does not hint at his emotions, does not pretty up his language when he's hurting. He's not shy about sharing his thoughts, even when they are filled with doubts or grief or shame. He simply tells God how it is with him. This is how it should be in our worship, in our prayers. We must start with how it is with us, how we feel, how we're thinking. We cannot permit ourselves to play the toxic game of denial when it comes to our struggles, our sins, and our woundedness. But before God, we must always be honest. In Psalm 38, David feels as if God's anger has fallen on him, and he says as much, Your arrows have sunken to me, your hand has come down on me. It is a heavy thing to experience God's anger, for life withers under his displeasure. David says that his body is sick, that he is plagued, and there is no hope in his soul. The pain in his heart is so severe, he says he is crushed, that he has no strength. 
he expresses himself that he is alone. But David's honesty does not stop with how he is feeling. David also acknowledges that he is the reason or he is the cause of his suffering. It was all because of my sin, he says. My iniquities are over my head like a burden too heavy to carry, he says. David was always transparent with his feelings and his prayings, but he also had the integrity to own his failures, his rebellious moments. It was his sin, his iniquity, his wickedness that led to the turmoil in his life. As a result of that turmoil, there was the defection of former supporters and friends who now looked and worked for his demise. Their betrayal hurt. But David refused to blame them for the situation. He alone was responsible. That's being honest to the point of where it hurts. Now, there's an advantage to being honest in prayer that must not be missed. When in honesty we express the turmoil of our heart, when we confess our guilt, our eyes are then open to see him who can deliver us. Those who saw David's fall were real, but his attention was not given to them. They make their plans, but he does not respond to them. Why? Because his attention and his affection is on someone else. He has his gaze upon the Lord. But for you, God, for you do I wait. Possibly this is where David is most honest in his praying. You see, he had been very active as an active participant in doing what had gotten him in trouble and doing what had led him to this grief. But now he must passively receive what God will do to make him right. We ask and then we wait for God's grace to manifest itself in our lives. We seek God's forgiveness and then with open arms we receive it through no no work of our own. It is God's work that makes us right. The honest realization that prayer always works in us is this. God is in control, and I'm not. The honest realization that prayer always seeks to work in us is this. God is in control, and I'm not. When we honestly humble ourselves and confess where we have blown it, God steps into the mess of our lives and makes something beautiful out of it, all to his glory. It is in this promise that David lifts up his voice and prays, Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me. O Lord, my salvation. Let us pray. Lord God, you are generous to those who seek your forgiveness. Forgive us this day as we honestly acknowledge that you are right and we are wrong. Help us to give up the mental games where we try to justify our sin through blame of others. Instead, help us to own up to our own waywardness and take responsibility for our selfishness. Look on the hurt we have done to others, to ourselves and to the precious relationship we have with you. 
mend what is broken, heal what is sick, and set free that which is captured by the enemy. Make haste to help us, Lord, you who are our salvation. In the name of Jesus Christ do we pray this, and in his name alone. Amen. Amen.